0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of my podcast, Hannah's Song of the Week. My name is Hannah and the song that I can't seem to get out of my head this week is Vegas by Doja Cat. Hi, welcome back. I hope everyone has been having a great summer so far. I know I have been very nice to not have to read a book a week and to be able to chill. I think I've already read two books this summer. Wish I could read more, but sometimes when you just got through a whole semester of reading, you want to take a couple of weeks off on reading. But anyway, there's some fun new stuff going on in the people that we've covered on this podcast and then some people that I just really enjoy. So we have a new Glow song and he has announced a new album coming out in October. Dago never misses, and he hasn't with this one, so go check that out. We also got a new Beyonce song. Beyonce has just come out of the woodwork and is going to be releasing a new album as well. The Grammys this year, I'm literally having to think about it. So we've got, obviously, Harry's House, which has been a huge hit. We've got Lizzo's releasing a new album this summer. Beyonce is releasing a new album. And then on the indie side, we got King Princess is releasing a new album. Maggie Rogers is releasing a new album. I've said this last episode, but 2022 is going to be like one of those hallmark years, like 2012 and 2014, where since it is summertime, what do you think the song of the summer is? I'm a little biased about the song of the summer. I think As It Was is definitely... (laughs) On par to be one of them. I also think this Jack Carlos song going around is going to be the song of the summer. Jack Carlos not my cup of tea. And then I think Lizzo's about damn time is a pretty good runner-up to be the song of the summer as well. Those are definitely my top three choices if I had to choose. Does anyone else miss like 2012 song of the summer where it was Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen just on repeat? I don't think I ever got sick of that song, and I don't think I am sick of that song to this day. Like it slaps. It's a good. Song song. Carly Rae Jepsen is one of those artists that she had this huge song, Call Me Maybe, and then you don't really hear from her ever again. But in this weird subsect of the pop community, she's a huge hit. Like, people love Carly Rae Jepsen, but she's just not radio hits anymore. But if you listen to her albums, I would say she does pop really well. And she is not indie pop, alternative pop. No, she is pop pop, but she's really good at it. Never thought I'd be talking about Carly Rae Jepsen in 2022, but here we are. In other new music news, Conan Gray drops his album today. So I'm definitely going to be listening to it all day. Very excited. But he has some competition because Muna has also dropped their self-titled album to day. Muna has been giving us hit after hit with these singles, so I am super excited for this full length album. It is a great year for pop. So today is going to be a really fun one. I'm super excited to talk about this song. I'm super excited to do this artist. We have not done a rap song on this podcast, and I am not very much one to listen to rap on the daily. As you know, it's been very much either rock music or indie pop music, but today we are branching out and finally doing this song in a Genre that like everyone listens to but me, apparently, and that is Vegas by Doja Cat. I am a huge Doja Cat fan. Doja never misses, all of her songs are bops, and she's such a funny person as well. Outside of the music world, like her TikToks are always hilarious and her interactions on social media. I saw her a little bit at ACL. Daigla was playing kind of at the same time as her, and I wanted to see him more. Sorry, Doja, but I did. See a little bit of her at ACL, and she is a phenomenal performer. I've seen enough performances on TikTok, and she she takes over that stage. But another new first is that this song was actually written for a movie, and we have not covered like a movie song on the podcast either. I gotta be honest, I am a sucker for movie and TV show soundtracks. I think I should be hired. To create soundtracks for movies and TV shows as well. Because I feel like I'd be really good at it. (laughs) Because I'm kind of good at creating playlists. But I think I'd be even better at picking a song for a perfect situation. Which, this is a side note. Has nothing to do with Doja Cat. But if you're looking for a TV show that is (laughs) funny-ish. Cheesy as hell with teen romance. But then also kind of sentimental you would like the summer i turned pretty it is on amazon prime but i'm bringing this up because the soundtrack for this tv show is phenomenal i have never watched a tv show where every song fits perfectly i'm gonna spoil it right here for you but the premise is like it's this girl she finally has her hits puberty basically that during this one summer and every summer she goes to this beach house with her mom's best friend and their kids and so she like grew up around these two boys. And the mom's best friend, her kids are two sons, and so she grew up around these sons. Basically, this summer, these two sons are like, oh my gosh, I've always had feelings for you. And so it's kind of like a weird Twilight situation where she has to pick one. Basically, one option is Jeremiah, and he's sweet, reliable, trustworthy. And then another one is Conrad. He's moody. He's angsty, but he's a has a heart of gold, you know, like one of those that's like low-key mean, but also she's always loved Conrad over Jeremiah, but now that Jeremiah's made an interest, she starts liking him. Anyway, to all this to say is the soundtrack is amazing because Whenever the main character has a scene with Conrad, Taylor Swift is playing, and it's a different Taylor Swift song every time. Like, these producers got, like, five Taylor Swift songs in this series, but they all fit the relationship perfectly. Like, at the final moment, when the main character realizes that she loves Conrad and she'll always choose Conrad, the song that's the Way I Loved You starts playing. And That's the Way I Loved You is, is about a relationship where she's with someone. He's reliable, trustworthy, Jer- like Jeremiah. But she misses screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain. She misses the drama and the kind of rush that she gets with the another person, Conrad. And so the song just fits perfectly for their relationship, like, hello. And there's a Phoebe Bridger song in it. I have never watched a TV show where there's a Phoebe Bridgers song in it, and I think Phoebe Bridgers belongs in most media. It fit so well with the plot going on that I was literally sobbing because that's what Phoebe Bridgers songs also make you do. Long tangent to say that this is the first time on the podcast that we are talking about a song that was also made for a movie, and the movie, drum roll, please, that was a horrible drum roll, but the movie is for Elvis. I should insert a cricket sound after that because I. Never was an Elvis fan. However, I can appreciate the impact that Elvis made on music. And when you start diving deeper into like the history of fandom and fangirls, Elvis is a very interesting place to start to argue that these like fandoms and like Beatlemania type hysteria has started ever since the 50s. But as we will get to within this song, Elvis has been notorious for, and I'm going to say it, stealing black artists' music and making them popular to the point where we don't know that this song was actually originally recorded by a black artist. We just assume it was Elvis who created it. So Doja Cat, a black woman, was told, hey, write a song for the Elvis movie. So she did, and she took this premise and ran with it. And that's a little teaser. And we'll get into what she ran with and why this song is such an important song and how much of a badass Doja Cat is. But let's get to know Doja Cat first before we get into this song because I think her upbringing is very important. Her full name is Amala Ratna Zandile Dimini. She was born on October 21st, 1995 and that makes her a Libra. Shout out to the Libras. She's an American rapper, singer, songwriter, and record producer. She was born and raised in Los Angeles, and at a young age, she moved with her mom and her brother to a commune in California where she was raised on the Hinduism faith, and this is where she actually started singing within Hinduism, where she sang at Bajans and at Temple. She took dance lessons as a young teen and really preferred dancing to going to school. She started dancing by learning Indian classical dances, and as she grew older, she learned modern hip-hop dances like breakdancing. While in high school, her aunt gave her vocal lessons at a performing arts high school in LA, and Doja claims that in 11th grade, she realized that performing and music was all that she ever really cared about. all she ever wanted to do. She dropped out of high school at age 16, and after dropping out of school, Dojo describes her life as being quote-unquote messy, where she created a bunch of online music. She basically taught herself how to sing, how to rap, how to use GarageBand, and basically how to take beats that she just took off of YouTube and create songs from it and upload these songs onto SoundCloud. In August of 2014, Doja self-released her debut EP called Purr with three R's, I believe, and after being featured on a couple of tracks, Doja hit kind of like a creative limbo in between 2016-2017, but in 2018 she released Moo, which was her first big hit where she compares herself to a cow, where she sings Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, I don't say meow riveting lyrics. The music video hit viral success with 3 million views in one week. With this success, she followed it up with a song called Tia Tamara, which is now a fan favorite at concerts. Everyone goes crazy for this song. Doja released her second studio album, Hot Pink, in 2019. Phenomenal album, might I say, and a phenomenal time to release it. The album would peak at number nine on the Billboard 200, and in 2020, her song, So so that was off that album, blew up on the radio after it gained wide popularity on TikTok. She released her third studio album, Planet Her, in 2021, featuring the song Kiss Me More with SZA. Planet Her spent 19 consecutive weeks within the Billboard Top 10, and she received eight nominations at the 63rd Grammy Awards, winning one with SZA for Best Pop Duo Performance. And if you haven't watch the video of her accepting her grammy. You should. It's a little funny, but then it's also very sweet and heartfelt. It kind of made me cry. Doja Cat has said that Nicki Minaj was her biggest influence, and others being Rihanna, Beyonce, D'Angelo, Missy Elliott, and Christina Aguilera. And she actually got her stage name from mixing one of her cats and one of her favorite strains of marijuana. But Doja Cat is one of those artists that you're like, oh, they're a new artist. I'm just now hearing this song say so in 2020, and I've never heard of Doja Cat before. But in reality, her career is one of those that has been behind the scenes up until now. She has put in the work and the effort to be in the music industry as so many artists we've talked about on this podcast have and it's awesome to see her getting this big success now and almost to the point where she's becoming like an icon within the rap community. What I like to argue about rap music is that the male rapper is out of touch he's no more. I truly think women are going to be the driving force of the rap genre and hip hop genre. I mean, we have Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, and so many more that are paving the way. We interrupt this program for a Harry Styles update. Harry Styles, please sponsor me. New Harry pics just dropped, so this is kind of important. He okay, I'll describe it to you. There's one he's in the bathroom. Well, well, he's taking an ice- it's not- someone didn't take a photo of him in the bathroom. Okay, so he's in a ice tub because I think he likes to take ice baths after shows. This is his photographer, Anthony Pham. I didn't- I didn't, like, get this from, like, a stalker page or anything. I promise. This is his photographer does this. Okay, anyway, um- then there's one where he's overlooking the crowd at Wembley. He played Wembley two nights in a row. He made it. And then there's, oh, there's a good action shot. And then there's a really cool crowd shot that I like. Oh, there's a couple cool crowd shots. Oh, and then fireworks. Oh, and the band. I love that he takes photos of the band. I love the band. Oh, Nio, so cute. What did Brit? Oh, okay. Brittany Broski, who, if you don't know who Brittany Broski is- I can't, I don't have time to explain it. But Brittany Broski commented, I am number one nice stan. And then look, it's Nia replied, I stan this. Those are my faves. Oh my gosh, the bathtub one. Okay, saw what I needed to see. All right to our show so now let's get into the song itself i'm going to give you a little bit of a background on the song before we dive into the lyrics and everything because i do think it's important for us to understand the background so we can understand the meaning so vegas is a complete play off of elvis's song hound dog you know you ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time yeah you all know you all know the one However, Doja's Cat's version highlights the original voice that brought Hound Dog to life. Big Mama Thornton was a black woman. She was a black artist in the 50s, a blues artist, a rock and roll artist as well. And she was the actual first to record Hound Dog. But Elvis re-recorded this song and credited himself with owning it and the... Elva's version is the one we all know today, but the Big Mama Thornton one, I listened to it before recording this. It's superior. I would highly suggest checking it out. It's on Spotify, which I assume would also be on Apple Music as well. But a tiny bit of info about Big Mama Thornton. She recorded the song Hound Dog in 1952, and her career actually took off when she moved to Houston. So she's not from Houston, but I will say she's an H-Town girly, which I always think is so fun to learn about some of these local artists. She's known to be one of the biggest influences on rock and roll, and just like Lizzo says in her song, Rumors, Black People Made Rock and Roll. Her version of the song is really a mix of old 1950s rock and rolls, but it's actually very bluesy, and it kind of follows the blues pattern in music. So the coolest thing about Doja Cat's song Vegas is that Doja samples Thornton on it. She doesn't use Elvis going, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. She uses Big Mama Thornton. So then Vegas is actually an attack towards Elvis. You'll see it a little bit when we get into the lyrics, but in the lyrics, Doja kind of calls out this hound dog, a liar, kind of a man. And I truly believe it's a direct attack to Elvis. She doesn't directly say Elvis or like Presley or anything like that, but she uses like a typical hound dog type of man trope, but you can really tell what the true meaning is, especially because she wrote it for the Elvis movie. Now, this is another thing too. It's weird that it was written for the movie when it feels almost kind of like a direct attack towards Elvis. I don't know if the movie was trying to say, ah, Doja, you sampled the original creator. That's cool. We can give some love to the creator while we learn about Elvis. Or if the movie just like had no idea and was like, oh, And it just sounds like a fun trap beat and it references Hound Dog we will put it in. I don't know and I haven't seen the movie, but I'm 100% sure that the movie isn't going to talk about how Elvis kind of stole from black creators, but I digress. It'll be really interesting to talk about the song because musically there's not really much to talk about. It's a great trap beat. Once the beat drop starts, that beat does not let up throughout the entire song. Really, to highlight here are the lyrics and the Melody of the song. Like the chorus, it will get stuck in your head all day and it just <laughs> won't leave. But also with rap, like the song is more about how it makes you feel and how it empowers you more than how aesthetically pretty the song is or well put together the music is. But the song starts off with the big Mama Thornton sample that basically plays throughout the whole song. So we hear Mama Thornton sing, yeah, ah, get it, over and over again. Yeah, uh, get it as we get a little bit of chord progression. It's the same chord progression as Hound Dog, but I want to say it's sped up. Give it more of an R&B hip hop kind of a beat. And then she brings us into the beat drop because it's this intro is very calm. It's more to get you hyped. But then she brings us with the beat drop by singing You Ain't Nothing But A and it cuts her off, which I really like because it's like gives you the big height of the song without giving you the release. Instead, Doja does. And after mama sings You Ain't Nothing But A, we get a very sick beat drop. And You Ain't Nothing But A connects to Doja saying Dog, Player, I get it. Fraud player. I get it. I understand. I understand. You ain't the man. You ain't a man. Hound dog. Hound dog. While Mama Thornton in the background is singing, you ain't nothing but a. That was me trying to recreate it. But her voice, Big Mama Thornton's voice is on a whole nother level. But I really enjoy how the chorus, well, we start with the chorus of the song. I enjoy that. But I also enjoy how Thornton's going, you ain't nothing but a. And then Doja finishes the sentence by saying dog, player, because it's like, takes a word from the 1950s and then takes like a common slang from now, like you're a dog, a player, and kind of connects them in this way. How Thornton and Elvis called people hound dogs and how today we still call people dogs, but then that also translates to players. So here in the chorus, it's the biggest instigator of why I think this is about Elvis. Dog, player, you're a fraud. And I always love lyrics that attack men. And in this song, we get, you ain't the man, you ain't a man. The man. So you aren't the man, and you also aren't a man in general. Like, that's how much you suck, dude. You are a hound dog. So that's the chorus. Let's get into the verse. I am not going to be rapping. I could try, but you'd probably hate me. And I'm also probably going to say the full words, you know? Like, Doja obviously shortens words or uses slang, obviously for, like, rhyming and easy of rap, but I probably won't, just so we can get the full lyrics. (laughs) This first line... (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Okay, the first line. Player getting valeted around in that hoe whip. Two fingers up, one down with my toes, 10. Flew it out with my boobs out, put a cork in it. Love it when you be crying out when I'm corseted. 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 Don't sh- Corseted. What a fun when you're crying out when I'm corset. Okay, moving on. I don't think you're going to make it. Do not let me start raging. I'm losing my patience. This ain't staying in Vegas. Title the song. Had your ass sitting course side with your arm around me. Had your ass sitting first class with your burnt ass out in Abu Dhabi. Could have been what we should have been, but you lost a bet. Now you gotta find me. Find a seat. I ain't playing this hide and seek. High school when you finally peaked. Hound dog, come find a treat. There's a lot to unpack, but basically it's Doja hyping herself up and dehyping some man that, that played her dirty, apparently. Basically, the story here is someone did Doja dirty and she's going to sit us down. She's gonna tell us that there's more sides to the story. She's gonna tell everyone about it. She had him wrapped around her finger, his ass sitting core side with his arm around her. We could have been what we should have been, but you lost a bet, but you lost this game. So now you gotta find me. Take a seat. And then she does a dig at him. High school, when you finally peaked, Hound Dog, come find a treat. So she basically, she's pushing him in the dirt, rubbing his face in the mess that he made. I love Doja's lyricism. I feel like it's really clever. And And she does this in a couple of her other songs, but I like how she uses kind of like these overarching metaphors, and she rhymes really well. It's very enjoyable, and it would be a very enjoyable rap to sing as well. But after this first verse, we go into the chorus where Doja says, I'm a bad bitch, and Big Mama Thornton carries her by going, you ain't nothing but a dog. Player, I get it. Fraud player, I get it. And when Doja sings, I, or when Doja says, I should say, I get it, there's like a loud chorus of I get it. Like people sing along with her, and almost like she's trying to invite us to sing with her. Which is always a good thing about rap. You always got to have like a really catchy chorus and You always got to want to invite people to join you in on it. I understand. I understand you ain't the man You ain't a man hound dog hound dog It's just so cool how we have this mix of 1952 and 2022 in one song how you can see like the evolution of black music in a song. I just think it's so cool and it's so fun. Let me go to verse two. I get it. I know you got some other you wanted. I get it. You needed someone that could prove you wrong. So I reckon you leave all your problems at the door to my city you're gonna need to tell my brothers where you're from, and I admit it, I still got empathy, and you're gonna feel it for two weeks when I release you in them streets. You ain't nothing but a, says Thornton, and keep my Nina indiscreet, keep the clean in my Jeep, and put that easy in your teeth, let my demons off their leashes. If you even think to speak, I'm going to give a whole new meaning. When you said you live in a dream, you can keep that asleep and you can laugh with all your G's, counting them sheep, 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 talking about Z, 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 Z R. I. P. Once again, a lot to unpack. She's like, I get it. There was someone else out there. I get it. You needed someone that could prove you wrong, but you're leaving all of your problems to me. And she's like, I still have some empathy, but I'm going to release you in the streets like the hound dog that you are. And if you ever share about this with anyone. And then Doja kind of spins the head because in the first verse she talks about how she's going to tell everyone. She's going to tell everyone the truth about this hound dog. But in the second verse she says, you are not going to tell everyone. If you think to speak, I'm going to give a whole new meaning, she says because you live in a dream, but I live in reality, and you're gonna laugh in your dream, and you're gonna stay in your dream. You're gonna count them sheep, talking about Z, 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 Z. R.I.P. Like, rest in peace to you, dog. That's my favorite part of the song, is when Doja goes talking about Z, 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 Z. Like, it's so, it's just so catchy, and it feels so good to the ears as well, and it's so fun to sing, and it fits so perfectly rhythmically within the song. And then we go into the chorus, again, where she repeats, the chorus twice. And like I said, there's no real like dynamic music wise. It's all kind of just hype constantly. The biggest thing about it is this sample by Big Mama Thornton. Like it's so cool and it's so fun. And like I said, like the song to me really represents this evolution of black music. So we have Big Mama Thornton singing You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog. It's bluesy, and then we immediately cascade into doja rapping, which is such a very modern thing and something that stemmed from black music, from black rock and roll and blues to R&B to hip hop and then to rap. And I think it's also so cool that you kind of have like these two women from two different decades, but they're the same in a sense. They're singing about the same problems, the same hound dog men in their lives, and they both are legends of their time. 20, 30 years from now, we're going to be like, do you remember that Doja Cat song? How awesome it was? Do you remember Doja? And now we're thinking of the same thing, but about Big Mama Thornton. So these two are both like, legends of their time. The sample makes it almost feel like they're collabing, and it's just such a cool representation of black music and where it was and where it is now. And not only is it a good representation, but it's reclaiming probably one of the biggest rock songs of all time and making it black, as it should be. And so that's the main reason why I love this song. It not only has like this rich music history that I also love, but it also has a really important message, and Doja Cat is doing a great thing with it. So yeah, screw you, Elvis? The original, maybe. Well, like, I know we've all grown up as a society, and we've realized that white people did not create rock and roll, but really, you're gonna make an Elvis movie? It seems so much like it's just honoring him for what he did, and like, yes, we can say that, yes, Elvis did some big monumental things. He was a tad flamboyant, I guess, on stage. He danced. Like I said, that fandom culture kind of started, but let's tell the true story, right? I haven't seen the movie, so I don't I could be talking out of my butt, but I feel like to make this movie in the time we are now, like in a very racially charged time, is very, is very, is very dumb. I think it's dumb. Especially because Elvis was also a pedophile and so many other toxic things that we can't get into, but you just think they'd know better. They'd make a big Mama Thornton biopic instead. But anyway, support Black artists and Black creators and support Doja Cat while you're at it. If this is the first time you're hearing about her, no it's not. You're a liar. Doja Cat is probably one of the biggest artists of today, and if you're not listening to her, if you're not keeping up with her, then you're not keeping up with history. The Big Mama Thornton sample, catchy chorus, and Attack on the Man is why Vegas is my song of the week. another episode of Hannah's Song of the Week. If you want to hear more of my ramblings, some of my favorite songs, make sure to come back every Friday on most podcast platforms. If you want to keep up with the podcast, check out my Twitter and Instagram linked below at Hannah's Song of Week and check out the Song of the Week playlist that I update with each new song covered. If you like what you heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Thanks again to everyone who tuned in. I hope you have a good week and listen to some good music and don't forget to treat people with kindness. Bye! Butter, dog, play it. I get it. Had your ass sitting first class with your burnt ass out in whoo.